Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, just a quick word. YouTube has demonetized us once again, so if you want to support No Jumper and what we do over here on this YouTube channel, there are three easy ways. First off, the free options. That would be liking, commenting, subscribing, or just telling a friend. Or you could head on over to NoJumper.com and buy a shirt like the one I'm wearing right now or one of the products featured right here. The third way and one of the best ways to support this channel is to actually hit up one of our live streams and have us play your music. We charge $100 per song, but it gives you a really good way to get feedback on your content. Plus, it really helps keep us uh, making content since we can rely on those donations. The podcasts don't always make so much money, but those help a lot. So appreciate everybody for supporting. Let's get right into this content. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Today, we're here to speak with a very important LA representative, somebody who's been through a lot over the last uh, six months in particular, Jay Stone. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to have you here, man. Good looking, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for you. I've been hearing about you for a lot of years. All of a sudden, it seems like maybe your mission of whatever you've been trying to do is all of a sudden more important. Like There's more weight on your shoulders, true or false? Yeah, I feel like I got the weight of the world on my shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, Jay was one of Nipsey's closest affiliates. Let's talk about your early days, though, of like be before you maybe even met him, like your upbringing, growing up. I really want to contextualize that shit. I mean, before the music, it was just the streets, you mm. know what I'm saying? We would just be in the hood. You know, on 10th Ave all day, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, doing what we're doing in the streets. From what hustling. age? Uh, we were teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys went to high school together and everything like that? Nah, he went to, he went to, uh, uh, I think he went to Hamilton. I went to Crenshaw. Okay. Yeah. And so where did the connection come from in terms of you guys uh, being so close? Um, you know, we from the same neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? So that right there just, you know, and then, you know, we like the same things, you feel me? So we got together on that. Then we both were doing music, uh -huh. and he had a passion for music. I had a passion for music. So, you know, we'll be hustling in the streets, and then we like, man, you know what? Let's go to the studio. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? We went to the studio. We vibed out, and then we just started making records at the records, and then, you know, shit took off after that. So this is way before he saw any kind of success? Yeah, this was way before he even signed his first deal, you right. know what I'm saying? Before Epic and all that, you know what I'm saying? We was uh, recording on a small computer with little rolling speakers, you know what I'm saying? About this size, right. you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because when we speak about Nip now, it's kind of impossible to think of him as just a normal guy because he accomplished so much and he just means so much to so many people. And he's sort of like, even in just the last six months or whatever, he's become very much like an icon of what is possible in LA, like yeah. you, you could not only blow up, but you could also continue to be involved with and represent your hood. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. Uh, I always knew he was gonna be big, man. I always seen something big in him. You know, we we 
from the same age, same era, you know what I'm saying? So, but I already knew he was more advanced than me, you feel what I'm saying? Okay. Just as far as with knowledge and music and, you know what I'm saying, things like that. So, I, I mean, I knew he was special. He was anointed, you know what I'm saying? So I always knew he was going to make it big, you See, know what I'm saying? It's interesting because he always seemed like kind of such an old soul that it's hard for me to even imagine what he was like when he was yeah, A, uh, really young, and B, hadn't really accomplished much in the music game. I mean, I could yet. say he was ahead of his time, you mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, definitely ahead of his time. Okay, and so you guys, like, what like what was the hustle? This was a long time ago, so I feel like I can ask what it was like running around hustling at that time because were you guys just on some, like, low-level dope dealer shit, or what, what was the name of the game at the time? Man, it was like, fuck the middleman, you know what I'm saying? We would be in the streets hustling, selling CDs and all that, you know what I'm saying? But we was gang members at the same time, too, so we wouldn't be out there too much, you know what I'm saying? Somebody see us out there like, oh, there go, them right there, you feel what I'm saying? Let's pull up on them. So we would be careful, you know what I'm saying? We would pay smokers to go to our rival enemy hoods to put up posters and all that stuff. So, for your music? Yeah, for our music, yeah. So you wanted your enemies to be listening to your shit too? Yeah, hell yeah, of course. That's what's up. You know what up. I'm saying? Because we wasn't on there dissing, mm. you know what I'm saying? Some people get their 15 minutes of fame and don't know how to act. You know what I'm saying? See, there's a lot of people who blow up in the rap game and then they fucking kind of take that as just a license to sort of agitate their enemies. Yeah. And is that that wasn't the the, the mentality at no, all? No, that wasn't the plan. The plan was for the whole world to love us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so you guys were thinking big like that even at that time? Like of it course. seemed, seemed of course. clear that this wasn't of just... Of course. It wasn't no coincidence at all. We, I mean, we surprised at certain things, but at the end of the day, we not surprised because we knew... We knew we knew we was gonna get here. That's what's up. So what was it like sort of seeing things start to develop where all of a sudden he, he gets a name for himself and you guys are blowing up and like, tell me a little bit about that process. Man, I mean, we went through a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? I went to jail, you know what I'm when saying? When was that? I, I, man, years ago, I had to do, I had to do years. Like it seemed like every time bro would drop a tape, I'd get locked up right before the release. So I would miss like the fun part. I'd okay. be there for the grinding part and then right, when the fun is get ready to happen, always go to jail. Wow, really? Yeah, that's why he shouted me out on a lot of his music, like Free J Stone, Free Infant J Stone. Okay, yeah, because I was wondering how long the actual bid was, because I heard that so many times over the years. But yeah. it was a bunch of different bids? It was a bunch of different bids. I mean, all together, it was about like nine to ten years. Wow, it was like really? four years here, three years there, two years there, a year there, you know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. So... Damn, like, what were you getting caught up with around that time? Just some, some simple shit, or what were the cases? Guns, man. I couldn't stop carrying guns. I uh, had to have that burn on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that, that, that's tough. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Because you know how it is, man. Right. LA. You know how L.A. is, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough situation, especially with somebody who already got an existing record where they can't just be running around with a legal pistol. But yeah. at the same time, for a lot of dudes, it's like running around without a pistol is a death sentence yeah definitely a death sentence mm. yeah was that you know because you're seeing nip get bigger and bigger more and more successful but then meanwhile is he is he telling you that you need to calm down or were you calm down was your when you look back at that was was were you i mean one thing about him he always understood like even when i was in jail and i'd be on the phone with him i think he'd be hot at me because like we built a lot and then i'd go to jail and then he'd be like damn bro like you feel me but he never he never really looked at it like I did something wrong. He was like, bro, I understand, you know, shit happens, you feel me, but you're going to be back out here, we're going to get this shit right. Mm. Were you, because 
were you guys <clears throat> sort of making more of a planned effort at pushing your career in the past year or so? It feels like you you were sort of ramping up. You're having more videos come out. Yeah, doing like, more songs with him in particular. Yeah, like I went I went heavy last year. You know what I'm saying? But like, see, people don't know. Like I was going heavy last year because I had to turn myself in. Oh, and you know what I'm saying? Go do like a few months and shit. So another uh, gun thing? Nah, just some old shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? That that uh caught up with me. You know? Okay. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I was gearing up last year for this year. You know what I'm saying? So now this year they see the grind that I did last year, all the videos and the mixtapes and. You know what I'm saying? All that. Right. Yeah. So it must have seemed like particularly fucked up that while you're sort of gearing up for your career, then all of a sudden the situation takes place. Do you remember where you were when you found out? Yeah, man. I was on my way up there. Oh. Yeah. And I, was, I was already on my way up there. Had it ever crossed your mind prior to that that it wasn't a good idea for Nip to be so... You know, like, was that ever a conversation? Like, a lot of people have sort of speculated on that decision of him to just sort of be so casual and, like, you know, feeling comfortable in his own hood. But was that a conversation that internally you guys would sometimes have? Is like, damn, you know, this is kind of a hot place for us to just be at. Or did it feel like there was so much respect that it didn't matter? Man, it was just like the so much respect it didn't even matter. You know, yeah, we had talks. But, like, at the end of the day, bro, like, that's our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? We're not, you know what I'm saying? You can't take that from us. Mm. You know, typical day when you were posted up there, though, like the way that the situation went down when you look at it now was thing. Things weren't set up the way that they were. Obviously, you're supposed to have somebody around him, keeping an eye on him and that sort of situation. Or is it a situation where the, it just happened so fast that the normal safeguards that were involved didn't really work? I just know, man, if we was there, it would have been a whole different outlook. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Period. It would have been it would have been a different outcome. Right. And so you just get a call, or did you show up? And it would, it nah, I got the call. I was I was already on my way up there, man. I got the call, and you know, I was ten minutes late. Right. Yeah. Damn. And so you show up, and what? It's already covered in cops. You can't even get near it. Nah, I mean, I, I mean, I was right there. You feel me? As soon as I pulled up, he was leaving. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. And so, did you know about this situation with the the person that he had the incident with? I ain't know shit about this dude, man. I don't even know where this nigga come from. Mm-hmm. So that's not even like somebody you were necessarily familiar with, anything like that. I don't know shit. Right, and it's it's like when when they have that conversation about that situation, it's crazy just because it felt like when I heard the description of it that Nip wasn't doing anything crazy. He was just being honest with somebody. It's like if you have a certain thing associated with your name, I can't really be out here just taking pictures with you and shit. Yeah, and not in a disrespectful way. It was just more like, you know, you got to sort that shit out before we can be cool. Yeah. Was that like, is that the kind of thing that you've dealt with before too? Or that was a common thing for him to have to deal with because he got everybody trying to be cool with him, including people that got all kinds of dirt on their name? I mean, I don't know, bro. That's L.A. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. So kind of hard to explain, though, for mm. Yeah, it just feels like the kind of situation that it would be great to be able to avoid, but it feels like almost kind of inevitable that you're going to, like, you know, I've had people come up to me on the street a million times trying to take pictures where I got to say no, you know, where it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with you. Or I don't, I know people that don't fuck with you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's always an awkward conversation, but you could never imagine a sort of transcendent to that level. Yeah, real talk. So, okay, talk about what those next couple of days were like when you're, 
basically trying to have to make sense of, of the worst tragedy you can imagine happening. I mean, shit, everything was just on pause, bro. I was crying for the next shit two weeks. Right. Feel me? Because you have to, like, restructure everything that you were planning. And, like, everything. Feel me? Everything. Right. Everything. What, what about, were, were you close with his family? Yeah. What was it like dealing with? His family, like my family. You know what I'm saying? We family. Mm, it was that close. Yeah. Was my it, brother. Was it the kind of thing where, like, I don't know, did it bring you closer to the family just having to be around and or having to, like, want to sort of bring them together? I mean, we was always close, but, yeah, I mean, it just make me want to pull up on the family a little bit more and be there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let them know they got my support, like, 100%. Yeah, definitely. It was such a big thing in L.A. Is it almost like because you grew up with them and you had been around them for so long that you didn't know that it was going to be as big as it was in the sense that it felt like, you know, I heard a lot of different people say that is, there's been nothing in L.A. that touched the level of impact that that had since, since Tupac. Yeah, it was a big impact. I mean, I heard people say it was bigger than Pac, mm. bigger than King. I heard that, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just our era that, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just in terms of like, and I, I mean, it's just kind of crazy because you you think of him as a person until he's gone, and then like and I've seen this with a few different artists I work with over the years, and it's, it's kind of strange to see the way that people almost turn them into a god once they're gone, like where people can really finally appreciate what they were bringing to the table throughout their life. Yeah, it's crazy because they don't see it until you until you're gone and something tragic happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I think, like, people knew where he was going. I think they were starting to acknowledge everything, you feel what I'm saying? Because he already had the love before mm -hmm. it happened. You know what I'm saying? So he was already doing good and doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah, he more than, like, a vast majority of rappers was really, like, building a career, like, long term. He didn't come out and just pop and then sort of fizzle out and keep trying to get his career going and stuff. It felt like it was very much like a steady build throughout his career. Yeah, we had to go through the motions. I mean, he could have easily just, you know what I'm saying, just took the easy route, like, all right, I'm going to sign this deal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that just for a little bit of nothing, piece of fame or something like that. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying, when it's all said and done, what you leaving to your kids, what you leaving to your family, like, you know what I'm saying? When it's when it's all said and done, when you're done with that label, do you even have any of that money or do you have any attachment to that album to where that album can, you know what I'm saying, pay for shit in a year, mm. in year, years alone, you feel what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of walking away from a label with nothing. Yeah. And they own everything, including your album. Exactly. You know? Do you ever, you ever sign? Um, no, I'm negotiating. Okay. Negotiating. So you've been thinking about it? Was that something that he felt strongly about? Because he, he waited a long time to really do the yeah. label thing. I mean, of course. And that's the same steps, you know what I'm saying, we was going through too, you feel what I'm saying? It was it was just easier for us now than it was before because mm. we really had to go through the lumps and bruises, you know what I'm saying? But, like, now we just squabbled already, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we didn't did that. We here. Did you... Like, what was his perspective on opening businesses in his hood? That's, like, something that people have all have, have now. There's a lot of controversy about it where people are looking at it and saying, damn, like, you know, everybody respects the fact that he did it, but people also kind of look at it now and they're like, it's too dangerous to just 
have a store in an area with a lot of people who have nothing? Like, what was his mentality on that? What were the conversations like that you guys had about that? Uh, I mean, we always wanted to get up out the hood, but at the same time, we wanted to start there first. Mm -hmm. He Like, even, even with bro, like, he wanted to start where he was loved at and, you know what I'm saying, his roots first before he, like, start somewhere else where he don't, you know what I'm saying, he can't go to Hollywood. Mm. Me. It's just it would, it would feel strange, you know. It's like yeah. that's not where your people are at. Yeah, yeah. Like some so of them, like, but not. You know what I'm saying this real. is my community right here. This is my hood, and I want to be able to say I can own something in my neighborhood. You feel what I'm saying? Because mm. we bang the hood so much, but it's like what I mean. What do we own over there? We don't own shit over there. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, nigga, want to feel good about saying I'm from Slauson, you know? Mm. Yeah, because it's like there are these these cities, these cultures, these communities. Like, why do they have to largely be associated with negativity and violence when you could, those same exact cities could be places where the same people who come from gangs, who come from the streets, are now doing things that are 100% positive for the community? That's everywhere you go. It's pretty much everywhere you go. It's negativity and good everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just energies. It's just really pretty much how you program around it or the individual. You know what I'm saying? You got people that want to get money. You know what I'm saying? You got people that don't even care about money. They just want a reputation in the streets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then you got people that want to get money with the people that they funking with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and that be the older people and people that got experiences and niggas that went to jail and did time with their enemies and been in sales with their enemies. You know what I'm saying? They see a different outlook and they want to get out and build, you know what I'm saying, in their own hood, in their own community, or even with people that they actually did time with. You feel me? Compare your mentality on gangbanging when you were a kid versus how you think about it now. Like, were you, did you think that the hot head attitude was it when you were younger and then you sort of calmed down or were you, did you always have a mature perspective on it? When you're younger, you ain't even thinking about the long run. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You just like, I'm, 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 I'm living for the moment. Whatever happens right now happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't thinking years ahead. Like, I didn't even think I'd get to this point. I didn't even think I'd make it this far. I didn't even think I'd make it past 25. Like, mm. I didn't think I'd be sitting right here with Adam 22. Appreciate but, it. You know what I'm saying? Thinking back then, you know what I'm saying? As as a youngster, you you know, so much shit happened. Your friends dying, your friends going to jail and things like that. You didn't think you would be here. You saw a lot of that early age, I'm sure. Early age, yeah. You mm. know what I'm saying? I mean, I saw a lot of that in my family. You know what I'm saying? I lost my mom's. Straight out the door, I was like two, three years old. You really? feel what I'm saying? Like, so you were raised by your father or other family auntie. members? Yeah, my auntie raised me and my grandparents. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. was do, was there a point where they had to explain that to you? Uh, yeah. Later on down the line. Mm. Yeah. You remember that being? That must be hard to understand. Like, it's one thing to have your father not around, but your mother is even more intense, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I thought my auntie was my mom for mm -hmm. a minute. You feel me? And then I figured it out. Like, why she keep calling me? Her nephew. Like, right. Oh, I am her nephew. All right, okay. Right. Somebody finally told me, you feel me? So That's crazy. Yeah, I just put all that shit in my music, you feel me? Mm. Yeah. Was it hard to go back to making music once you didn't have, like, one of the main people that was encouraging you all along? Was that hard for you to get into that mentality after going through all the sadness and everything? Uh, I don't know. It just made me make more songs, like passionate songs, like... Songs from the heart, you know what I'm saying? Shit that I really been through, mm. you know? Instead of just getting on the mic, just saying anything. 
Right. And like, it's you know, you go and make songs all the time, but then all of a sudden you have something that's more important than anything you probably ever rapped about. Yeah. And you got to figure out how to get it out gotta in the right out, way. Yeah, 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 in the right way. And the shit got to rhyme, too. You know what I'm mm. saying? So, And they got to tell an authentic story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you went real viral with the, the song about Nip. Yeah. What was, you know, that's kind of like a big decision to make, to be like, the first piece of content that you're going to put out where you talk about one of the most important and traumatic experiences you had in your entire life, what, what was it about that song that stood out to you? Was it the first song you made when you went in the booth after that? I mean, I, 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 shit, I feel like I I really wish I had to make that song, you feel me? And it's a great song, but I just wish I I. I ain't had to make that motherfucker, man, but uh, it was like release therapy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I had to get it off my chest. I had to say something, you feel me? And if I was to get on the mic and rap, I, you know, I had to say what's really on my mind. I can't just, like, say anything else. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got to talk about what's going on right now, what's really on my mind, what's really fucking with me, what's really, you know what I'm saying? And as men... There's a big in incentive for us to sort of not talk about our feelings. Yeah. That's, that's sort of like... I mean, I think that's where I make my best music at. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We don't get that a lot in rap. We just hear about what motherfuckers got. Mm-hmm. But, like, what you been through, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Was it crazy to see the city sort of come together when you were looking at all the memorials and the marches and everything, the Staples Center uh, event? Was that surprising? Because, you know, L.A. is so divided. So many different yeah, there's gangs on every corner. That's why it's so divided. Mm. So many people, people beefing with people is just like it's crazy. But to see all that come together and everybody come together in the city, red, blue, purple, orange, you know what I'm saying, black, brown, everything. I'm like, damn, this shit crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it happened, and it happened. You know after. You know that you know the situation with bro so it's just like damn it took that it could have took something else or it didn't take nothing else but that you feel what i'm saying so it's just like damn that shit big mm. do you feel i never thought i'd see it he never thought he'd see it do, do you still feel the impacts of that in the sense that i'm sure you know there's really nothing that's going to stop a lot of different hoods from beefing with each other yeah but do you feel like there's been an overall improvement in terms of people's willingness to settle problems with violence since then just a lot of, that some people might be a little bit more mindful about that i've been seeing it man i ain't i i, I ain't been seeing like i ain't been seeing the bullshit personally you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like certain neighborhoods i used to you know what i'm saying whack our neighborhoods i was like i'll slide through their hood i don't i don't i don't see the, i don't see the hood whacked out no more like that you feel me mm -hmm. like they might got little letters and all that shit whacked out but like the actual neighborhood like I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't been seeing that since then, you feel me? Like, really? Yeah. That's good. I feel like in terms of how people view you, too, do you feel like it's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders because people are looking at you as, like, almost a, like Nipsey's primary representative? Yeah, because I was one of the ones that he, you know what I'm saying, put out there, and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, let the world know that, you know, it's my day one, it's my bro right here, it's my nigga that I've been grinding with since day one, out the trunk with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I just feel like, yeah, I got to step up to the plate. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody got a million friends. 
I'm sure he had a million friends, but as a rapper, you got to be very selective with who you put on because yeah. you know it's a big decision. If you put somebody on who doesn't deserve it, then they're going to be looking stupid. And if you, the way he co-signed you was like it's just so obvious that it was a very real organic thing. Yeah, very organic. Like we didn't even have to talk about shit. He did a lot of shit from the heart. Did you get to see a good amount of the world and shit? Did you travel with him on tour and stuff like yeah. that? I went on a Crenshaw tour with him. Uh huh. Went on a Mel uh. Victory Lab tour with him. Right. Yeah. All in the U.S. or you get to all, leave the country? Not all in the U.S. I okay. can't leave the country. That's what yeah. I figured, yeah. Yeah. But was that dope? Was that, you, you take in a lot of things during that experience that you hadn't taken in before? Yeah, man, just seeing different people and different things and, you know what I'm saying? But one thing I did know that other states got in common with us, like it's a ghetto everywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a ghetto everywhere. It's a hood everywhere. And it's people that's just like us everywhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he yeah. seems like the kind of guy that would be touching, tapping in with people in every environment. Yeah, he tap in with real niggas everywhere mm. in every city. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy because L.A. feels like it's having a revitalization period right now, where there's a lot of a lot of different talent coming out. Does that make it extra painful to look at Nipsey having to sort of miss out on L.A. having such an exciting year, even? Yeah, man, because this shit crazy, man. The West is cracking right now. Mm. L.A. is where it's at. Compton, everywhere else, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got it right now. You know what I'm saying? We been had it, but I'm saying, like, we got it, got it. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I just encourage every West Coast artist, everybody from, from the city to just get together, man, and, and, and mash. It's time to mash, man, for real. Yeah. For real, for real. Definitely. Um just as a total aside, I just remembered what, what happened with the situation uh, where there was a video of you getting into an altercation with some people. Yeah, and it was at a show. Yeah, it was at a show. And I think uh, somebody on my social media team felt the need to put it on Instagram, and then some people weren't so happy about that. Yeah, they was. Yeah. What happened? What can you say about that? I mean, you know how it is, man. You feel me? Like, like where I'm from. Like, other than, other than me being Jason on the rapper, like I am, like. Jay Stone from 60s too, you feel me? So mm -hmm. like when I'm out there and I see like, you know what I'm saying, people see me, you know what I'm saying, they might wanna feel the need to get at me because I'm a trophy, mm. you feel me, where I'm at. And it's kind of crazy because backstage at these rap shows is a lot of times the only time where certain people will actually get into a fight, a fist fight, because realistically on the streets, it's not gonna happen. When you're backstage at some rap shows where there's fucking multiple metal detectors to get right, in, right, 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 right. you kind of get a different environment, a different type of interaction between people. Yeah. Somebody who might not want to pull up with you, pull up on you, might do it in that situation where they wouldn't on the street, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, they ran up on me, they got what they wanted, you feel me? Uh-huh. It was more of them than us. Right. And but you handled running. that, right? Yeah, they was running. Yeah. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah, I don't even know who the other people were, to be totally honest, but just when I saw the video and just, like, was reading the, all the comments about it and shit, I was just like, I can't believe that. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to it, you feel me? Mm. It was kind of fun and dangerous. <laughs> kind of fun? Yeah, and dangerous. So you you are you someone who you kind of can't help it, you still kind of love the bullshit? Um, I did at one point, bro, you feel me? Like, mm. I mean... Sometimes you get bored, you want to turn up and just, you know, be ignorant sometimes, you feel me? But, like, at some point, you got to be like, you know what? Now you got to cut the bullshit out, man, you feel me? Because all it is is it's going to shorten your life, man, you feel me? Mm. Yeah. 
that's, that's I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, there's, but there's certain rappers that I've talked to over the years. Like Greedo stands out as an example. Mozzie stands out as an example. They're my niggas, man. Greedo and Mozzie. Shout out to Greedo. Free Greedo, Free man. Greedo. Yeah. But they stand out to me as people who, for better or for worse, they just kind of love the street shit so much. And that's why they can talk about it so well. Yeah. But might also sometimes be the reason why they might still have issues with the law and shit. Yeah. I mean, some shit just going to always be in you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Even Nip. Nip had millions. You feel me? And... You couldn't take nothing from him. He was still who he was. You feel me? He didn't change. He mm. was still that that same nigga we knew from the block. You feel me? I mean, it takes a lot of confidence to like just not even give a fuck. Like go go and be in the hood in front of your store, like whatever. Like like when you look back at that though, do you look at it as a silly decision that you really wish that he had thought twice about, or is it the kind of thing where that's just how it is? Like you're just not gonna move in a different way because you are who you are. Yeah, man. I, I mean, shit, I wish he didn't go up there. I wish he would have called somebody. I wish he would have called us. You feel me? Mm. Called me. You feel me? Let me know he was going to be up there. It's sad, too, because, like, when we lost X last year, same shit. It, it, really, at the end of the day, it's him moving around, acting like he ain't famous. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's the undoing of a lot of yeah. a lot of rappers. Yeah. I mean... We, I mean, we in our own skin, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we don't really see how big we are sometimes. We just move around like how we used to move around, you feel me? Like, you know? Mm. But we ain't knowing that. would be consequences to that shit too, though, you feel me? You got to know who you are at the end of the day. Like, you got to know how big you are moving around mm. the city too, you feel what I'm saying? Because everybody ain't with the rap shit, bro. Everybody ain't trying to accomplish goals. They goals are trying to come up on the next lick, you feel mm. me? So... Or to just take somebody who's doing something down a peg because they ain't doing shit. Exactly, you feel me? So mm. that's how that shit goes sometimes. Definitely. Uh, there's been a lot said about the store, the Marathon store, how, you know, it did millions and millions and millions of dollars in the past couple of months, how it was getting shut down because the orders were, were backed up so bad. Do you know what's going on there? Are you involved in, like, sort of the, the operations over there? Nah, man, we not shut down. We still running, you feel me? You okay. get orders online and everything. You know, it was just so many orders coming in, you know, things just got backed up a little bit. But, you know, all them orders are getting taken care of. Right. You know, whether it take a little minute. But it's just so many, bro. Like, you know, it's just going to take a while. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, has as, as bad as the situation was, has there been connections that happened for you in a way that kind of might not have happened otherwise i seen you just had a song game come out a couple months ago was yeah, that something yeah. that happened because you guys were both dealing with that loss and everything um no nah, me and game was already like you okay. know what i'm saying 100 with each other we met met each other a couple times hung out a couple times you feel me uh -huh. but like um yeah after it happened it was just like man we got to stand up and get get on this marathon man and do some music everybody got to do music together man everybody from the land yeah. everybody from the west man we got to music you feel me so that was just me reaching out like pressing the line like let's let's get it going yeah definitely was uh just in terms of viewing the aftermath were there people that you saw who were maybe showing what you might consider fake love people who didn't care in the meantime i'm gonna resist the urge to name any certain names but i saw some rappers getting shit for just not mentioning it who maybe were from la and people maybe thought that they should have mentioned it yeah. You see anything like that? I mean, but... it's kind of, it, it's like, it's hard not to acknowledge it. I don't care who you are, what gang you from. Like, 
it's hard to not acknowledge it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, even Schoolboy Q, like, you know what I'm saying? He from the Fed side, you mm -hmm. feel me? That's Hoover's, you feel me? And we, like, kind of rival, you know what I'm saying? But, like, when the shit happened, he didn't even put out no music. I guess somebody must have leaked his music, and he like, man, I didn't put that shit out. Like, I ain't putting out no music this week, you feel me? And mm. I respected that, you feel me? And he, he was someone where people tried to say, oh, you didn't say anything about Nip. And then he said, you know, this is real life shit. Like, I'm, I feel how I feel about it. And yeah. I don't necessarily need to take all of my feelings to Instagram. No, you don't. You don't. But, like, like I said, I felt it when he was like, I ain't putting out no music this week. This is a, this a bad time to be putting out music. Mm. And he didn't say nothing about the situation or nothing, but I felt it. I felt that's why he wasn't putting out no music that week because of the situation that happened. It was a big impact, and it just like it just fucked everybody up, bro. It just made everybody stop doing what they was doing. Yeah, and really like take a moment and uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, remember his legacy, man, and what he was really out here doing. You know? Does it all just feel a lot more important at this point in terms of the mission? I be want to say fuck this shit, bro. Really? You know? It makes you want to just do some wild shit. Yeah, some wild shit, fuck. bro, and just like, yeah, just not even give a fuck, bro. Go get a hundred years. You know what I'm saying? That's how a nigga be feeling sometimes. Damn. Yeah. Does it fluctuate between that and being motivated and wanting to take over the world and do what y'all were working on? Yeah, man, it's like, man, we on pause right now, you feel me? But I know we got to go. We got to keep going. The marathon continues, you feel me? Mm. Like, I remember a lot of shit that he taught a nigga, you feel me? So it's like... I just got to take that and keep on going. The name, you know the marathon continues, seems weirdly prophetic because that was, you know, that 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 very much is like a good slogan for what needs to continue to happen now. Yeah, but it just fucked up because that ain't how it was supposed to end, bro. Mm. Feel me? That ain't how the marathon was supposed to end. So. Yeah, definitely. What is it? Was it hard for you to see? And again, I'm just not even going to name names. We can talk in generalities, but certain rappers who ain't even from LA, who maybe had disrespectful things to say, saying things about his girl, anything like that, is that hard for you to be sitting at home and seeing on Instagram? Uh, it just make me want to fuck dude up. You feel me? Mm -hmm. When I see him, you know, anybody that got anything disrespectful to say, you feel me? That's just how I feel. That's like the most bare minimum amount of decency that you could ask for to ask somebody to not have something negative or something weird to say in a moment like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But for somebody like you, it's like you're not going to hop on Instagram and say fuck you. Because yeah, it's... because, I mean, what is it going to do? You feel me? Like, that's clown shit at the end of the day. Like, but I'm going to be let it, I'm, I'm going to let it be known. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nigga ain't feeling that when I see you. You know what I'm saying? Real niggas gonna holler at you. I'm gonna holler at you. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of blowback in LA. Certain radio stations stopped playing certain songs from certain artists who maybe were disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that was that was crazy. Yeah. Um, Do you have any other artists that you've been working with? Anybody that you're trying to push uh, aside from yourself? Um, I mean, you know, just the camp, all money in, you know what I'm saying? Me, Pac-Man, Cobby. Cuzzy, Killer Twine, you know what I'm saying? Boss Hog, BH, you know? Right. Yeah, that's who I'm working with. And I got this album coming out. So, really? you know, I got a lot of people that uh, I got on this album. Oh, really? Yeah. Anybody you can uh, specify? 
Yeah, I got uh, I got Nip on it, Pac-Man on it. Okay. I got Snoop on it, Wale, YG. Damn. Jeremiah. YG was has shown so much love to, to Nip in a way that was really impressive. Has that been – is that encouraging? Is that exciting because of the fact that, you know – I mean, that's my nigga Jizzle, man. Yeah. He just showing 100% genuine love. Like, he know, you know what I'm saying? Like, him and Nip, they was like this. You feel me? So, it was like, that shit ain't going nowhere. That's one thing. Love is forever. When I see, when people pass in the music industry, and sometimes it feels like, oh, everybody's just playing their songs at their shows and trying to show love, and it's kind of fake or whatever. But, like, there especially comes a time period when it's maybe a year or two years later, when maybe it's not necessarily the cool thing to just be talking about somebody who passed. Yeah. But at times like that, that becomes really important because, I mean, YG or you will be repping Nipsey for the rest of their careers. And it's like sometimes these fans, they might be new fans. It might be their first rap show. They might not really know about Nipsey. It's like important to keep, yeah, to keep, so, it going. keep yeah. pushing that because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you know, there's so much information coming out at all times that for certain people, it could be easy for them to forget about it. It's, like, important to fight to keep somebody's name alive at that point. Yeah, man. So we just going to squabble until it's over with. We finna be squabbling for the rest of our lives, man. Try to keep that shit going. Yeah. Keep his legacy up there, man. Keep it going. Because, uh, you know, we got our own lives. We got our own movements going. But at the end of the day, like, we not finna let that marathon die, period. And we not finna let bro name, you know what I'm saying, go away. That's We're real. gonna be remembered forever. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna make sure of that. For sure. Tell me about this hat that you brought me, by the way. Thank you very much for yeah, that. Yeah, man. It's my 25-8, no brakes hat. You know what I'm saying? It's my brand. You know what I'm saying? 25-8 on the front, no brakes on the back. You Ooh, feel me? Fire. So, That's what's up. You know, I like 24-7, it's 25-8, man. It's just like overtime, nonstop, no sleep, no brakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the movement. It's, it's 25-8, A and B. All money. B, all money in, play ball, mm -hmm. all that, yeah. That's what's up. So the album, you got any potential idea when it might be coming out? Um, Yeah, November. Okay. November 6th. November 6th. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Damn. Anything else you have in the works or um, just focused on the album? Yeah, the album right now. The album right now, you know. We was working on the All Money In album. Uh -huh. All of us, me, Nip, Pac-Man. Cause he's the whole squad. Could you, you see know? it still happening at this point, or how's how's the energy around that uh, feel? I see it happening, just not at the moment. But mm -hmm. I see it happening though. You know, it's a lot of things we got to get right, get together. You feel me? Get it right. For sure. If you had to sort of, in a general sense, like what would you say is the the message that was more important than anything else that Nip had for the world that you? think that he would want to share with people even doing something like this is to uh, keep going bro and don't quit like people will tell you nah don't do this don't put this out yet you should put this out next year or you should change the beat or make it sound like this make it sound like that but all that shit gonna do is just stop your creativity or stop your process or stop you from going further because now you're listening to all these different opinions so now it stagnates you from moving forward you feel what I'm saying so just don't even listen to a lot of people, man. If you feel it in your heart to do it, just go. Don't let nobody tell you no. Don't let nothing stop you. And never quit. Because how we got here, we ain't quit. We just kept going. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Y'all are exceptions to the to the odds, you know? It's like Yeah, we ain't had no manuscript to this shit. You feel me? Mm. 
wasn't no rules to the shit. It was just like go hard or go home. Don't quit. Keep going. Like don't stop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what people need to know, especially people that are coming from a situation where even making anything out of yourself feels almost impossible. Yeah. Real talk. That's real. All right, man. I appreciate you coming in. This is your first like real long interview, huh? Real live long video interview yeah because i don't really do interviews like that you feel me but like you know people that i fuck with yeah i i i pull up i appreciate that, at them you feel me so yeah no nah, i mean I, I, it's an honor for you to uh share your your story with uh me and the audience yeah appreciate it man for real appreciate you all right man jay stone no jumper all money in youtube soundcloud itunes like comment and subscribe all right put you nipsey, nipsey hustle yeah man rest in peace nip Love you, bro. Peace.